looks like we did it. We are here. Great success. It is time, Wednesday night, for the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. I am your host, Pat Renwick, and this is Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, there was a there was a Baywatch marathon on downstairs, and I was a little late. But the the, the truth of the matter is that... Well, slow motion running. Y- yeah, slow motion Walter, the fire engine guy. Yeah. There was actually, um, what was there, two jet skis and three pontoons at the ramp, and we finally yeah. got things going. Pontoons have like eight coolers each. It, it was ridiculous. It was yeah. ridiculous. But hey, the fun, uh, the fun stew and giggles dumplings commences right now. And as usual, we have a, a phenomenal show worked up for you guys tonight. Uh, the first guest, these are both first-timers coming on tonight. Uh, first guest, meteori- meteoritic. Can I make up a word? Meteoritic. He's very meteoritic in his rise in the Bassmaster Elite Series uh, derbs. I said derbs again. Derbs. I, Andy hates when I say derbs. Get a count. That's three derbs. Three derbs. Shotgun sound for every derbs. Patrick Walters is coming on first. Yes. Patrick Walters. Yes. This is the first time we've ever had a, um, a guest on with the same name as me. Patrick that's and pa- true. Patrick and Patrick. I think that's true. Patrick O'Callaghan, but then he didn't qualify. I wonder so if he has the same nickname as you. He, he could. Parallel Pat. Yeah. I know he's an FBR. I do know that about him. Pat Walters is coming on first. But then we have again now another champion to you, Bass Fishing Galaxy, from the FLW Tour. Recent Toho Beast. Give it up for Buddy Gross. He's coming on. Yes, Derb. Derb. Shotgun me. Derb. Derbs. Derb. Thank you. Thank you. I got to stop saying Derb. What was I saying last time? That I, that besides derbs. Derb. No, it was like something. Boom. I kept saying boom. You said boom. Yeah, because I was like, I think I was watching too much um, Chris Lane Kapow. And then boom, subliminally. I like boom better stuck than in, pow. Speaking of boom, boom, pow, mm-hmm. and those lovely lady lumps, you know what we have that we're giving away tonight to you, Bass Fishing Galaxy viewers of Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television? You know that on Wednesday nights, this is the place to win free stuff. Tonight, Liam Geary over at backwoods-graphics.com is giving you viewers the opportunity to win a, uh, a a trophy. It's a it's like a uh, what would you call it? An alternative mount. So what you do is you send in uh, a picture of you and your catch or a special moment on the water, and uh, the good people over at Backwoods Graphics will commemorate that memory in uh, what is it? They, so they, they do it in wood and they do it in aluminum, like a brushed right. aluminum. It's pretty bad. It's a way to glorify a uh, one of your great catches absolutely or, it's the glorified version of a, a, a fishing mount that's right just like this is the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show yep it's the same deal but um all you have to do is like and share the live facebook feed and you have a chance to win this it's pretty cool if you go to backwoods-graphics.com you can see all about it but here's what's really cool um liam has partnered uh with the good people at flw and every winner of an flw derb Derb. Um, gets <laughs> gets one of these uh, Backwoods Graphics commemorative uh, alternative mount plaques. And I know uh, Terry Bolton just got his. And I know Buddy Gross is about to get one. So pretty cool deal. Congratulations uh, to Liam Geary and all the people over at Backwood Graphics. Hey, with that, speaking of Backwoods, 
the guy with the backwoods beer, right over here. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the drummer in the band. That's not me. That's, that's Ryan. It's Popcorn Whitaker. Snare drum's too tight for me. Loosen that up. A little depth. Let's get a little depth. Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. That's how he stays in such good shape. <laughs> he drums. Yeah. The, uh, yeah it's been You'll go blind. You know that. Yeah. Speaking yeah, yeah. of going blind, this guy leads everything blind and comes out smelling like a rose somehow or another. Wait. Who could it be? Oh, you know who it is. Yep. Hey! 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 It's J.P. Hi! The hip-hop fisherman. Give it up for J.P. Hi! The OG hip-hop fisherman. He's here. He's answering all your, your social media questions there, feeding them to the guests. And again, he's the guy that's going to pick the lucky winner at the end of the show. Like and share the live Facebook feed for a chance to win an amazing prize. No doubt about it. Hey, speaking of prizes, you know who's my prize? He's my pride and joy, too. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the funky soul detective, <laughs> dressed in red. He's got the sting of a red recluse spider. It's Andrew, the ginger, ninja, Allen Burger. Yeah. yeah. That's him. And you can't see him, but Tommy, which which one's the camera? Which one's the show cam? T- ladies and gentlemen, my manager here is, is here for the first time ever in the new studio. We don't let him in usually. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for tap dancing Tommy Billings. You want to stick your face in the camera? That's his face. You see it? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, let the fun begin. We're running behind. I won't keep it, uh, hold it up here any longer. Put the power poles down. We're coming back with Patrick Walters. Step up your game. It has been said that professionals are only as good as the tools they work with. And Alpha Angler has developed the ultimate set of tools for you, the competitive angler. Alpha Angler Custom Rods, brought to fruition by the passion of Master Craftsman Jake Boomer and 2017 BASS Angler of the Year, Brandon Palinick. Alpha Angler Rods are custom made in the USA, designed and engineered to be perfect. Alpha Angler utilizes a very unconventional approach to making the very best bass rods, from drop shotting to flipping. Alpha Angler's focus is on building perfectly balanced tournament-grade bass rods at an affordable price. Join the Alphalusion today and purchase direct at alphaangler.com. Step up your game, alphaangler.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. The glorified version of the Bass Fishing Talk Show continues right now. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, uh, I'm pretty stoked to have this dude. He's already laughing, and I like that about him. Uh, he, he, he is the new meteorite. 
let's just call him the new meteorite in the Bassmaster Elite Series. Yeah. Uh, I want you all to give a warm studio audience round of applause for the one and only Patrick Walters. Yes. Wow. wow. Glad to be here. What's up, dude? Man, not too much. Hey, I'm 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 pretty stoked. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty. Where are you at right now? I'm actually in the camper. Um, what? what? We have, Looks uh, like a home theater. Yeah. I know we got a 42 foot Fusion uh, fifth wheel camper. It's a toy hauler. And uh, just went and got the rods rigged. I'm inside. I'm actually sitting in a, a dang lazy boy right now. I got the seat heater on. Uh, be doing care- pretty good right about now. Be and, careful uh, we've with upgraded from the tent a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> or the back of the truck, even back in the old days. <laughs> but be careful with seat heaters because if you're constipated, sometimes things just happen, and you just don't <laughs> want that to happen. Hey, it helps. It'll loosen it up. If it's constipated, it will help you. If it's constipated, you want things. Oh, yeah, that's the tip of the week right there. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. Seat heaters in, in uh, during derbs. Shotgun derbs. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Ange? Oh, wait. Oh, what's that? Patrick, if you, if you could just turn the volume down on your computer a little bit, I think we're getting a little feedback from that. Gotcha. There it is. Just so you can still hear it. Is that better? Yes. It sounded like you had a dial-a-phone, too. Thank you. An old-fashioned rotary. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, I mean, you're you're getting ready for this this big derb here you got uh, coming up tomorrow, and you're, you're just getting off a good swing. But what, I want to start things a little different with you, okay? I think we kind of have a grasp of where you came from because there's you've been getting some press lately, and that's pretty cool. It's a pretty good thing. Uh, it, it is good and bad. Tell you the truth, uh, all press is good, but uh, I've always liked to be the underdog. I like to – a lot of people not knowing who you are, and uh, they're not watching you. You know, when uh, when you, a lot of people are talking about you, they expect a lot of things, and there's a higher chance for disappointment at times. But uh, I love being the underdog or being coming from behind. That way it's just – you just strike and nobody's like, where did this guy come from, you know? Okay, That's yeah. always been my favorite thing is just – Coming out of left field. You keep fishing like that, you're going to lose that underdog status. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, I mean, they got you bleeding blue and gold, bro. I mean, like, if you cut right now, if you took a knife and cut yourself, it would bleed blue and gold. That, 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 you're bleeding bass right now, and that's, that's a hey, great I'm, thing. I'm trying. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to – would you allow me to be your mind and your thoughts for a moment? Can I be Patrick Walters for a second? Bring it. Come okay. on. Okay. All right, here it is. I am going to be your thoughts on Patrick Walters' mind. In 2017, got my first taste of victory on Winya, the college regional. Damn, that was awesome. In 2018, won the Central Opens on the Red River. Damn, that was awesome. Got a smoking hot girlfriend. Damn, that's awesome. In 2017, while in school, I barely missed qualifying for the elites. I just wasn't ready to play with the big boys. But now I am ready! Chwa! I love Chwa! it. Killed it. Chwa! I'm thinking that right now. 100%. Wow. I, sorry, dude. I, le- I left my body for a minute. I was actually in your brain. 
That was 100% an outer body exp- Whoa. experience right there. I'm sweating a little bit. Can't tell. You can't tell. But what does that mean? Now you are ready. Now you are ready. How are you ready now and you weren't then? I think it's just we're always – it's just a timing deal is what it is. Um, and just timing it right, it was uh, – it was probably a good thing I didn't qualify the first year in 2017 um, because I wouldn't have finished school. I still had a semester of college left, and uh, that was my main thing my mom wanted. She said, Patrick, you got to graduate. And uh, if I had qualified for the lease, I'd have been, I'd have been like, see y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm going fishing. <laughs> and so everything happens for a reason. I truly believe it. Um, I, I don't think I was ready at that time. I think it was just everything worked out the way it should have thank goodness it it fell in line and that's perfect and i love that that quote from you and i can't remember where i read it but you said now i'm ready and and i just love hearing that especially you know you had a plan dude you had like you came in on in 2018 with a three-year plan right to to make to make the elites uh, i was gonna do nothing but 100 percent fish for I said three years, man. I'd have done it for twenty if I had. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, until I was absolutely broke and I didn't have any more money. But uh, I, I had a basically a three-year plan where it was I was going to fish all the opens for three years. I didn't think what was going to happen in the industry this year the way it did, but everything still worked out. We qualified the first year. We actually triple qualified for the Open Championship and made it that way. And uh, it was a good year. Yeah. We're just trying to carry some momentum and you you certainly are i mean and let's think about it what an amazing year or amazing time in professional bass fishing to be a rookie in one of the premier tours i mean how awesome dude come on it's perfect timing i'm telling you i'm I'm speechless it it really is unreal the timing was something spectacular it's good and bad um i always wanted to fish the elites it kind of stinks a little bit you know you finally get there and uh, some of your childhood heroes aren't there. But, uh, hey, everybody's saying somebody's got to fill their shoes. But uh, I'm looking to bring my own shoes to the dance on this one. Yeah, you're, there your you own, you're your own meteorite. You're the, you're... Hey, I, I like that. We might have to patent that. Good <laughs> He's the up-and-coming meteorite of the Bassmaster Elite <laughs> Series. I love it. I, I love it right there. Man, you had a great tournament, man. I'm amazing. And just... I mean, when I look back at it, I'm like, holy cow, dude, you caught three, like, nine-pound-plus fish, right? It was unreal, yeah. That's I caught a nine-pounder all the last three days of the tournament. It was – somebody asked me after I caught that first one, they're like, you think you can go back out and do it day two? And I was like, man, I, I really don't know. You know, the odds of me catching a, two nine-pounders is pretty slim. And then I went and did it, and the, he called me that afternoon. He's like, okay. Are you going to go catch another one? I was like, no. I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket if I go catch a third nine pounder. And of course, about one o'clock, I finally got lucky and stumbled into old big. It was a, <laughs> it was a speechless tournament. It really was. Um, it's unreal when you catch 21 pounds the final day and you fall two places. Right. I mean, That's nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that absolutely crazy. And and um, I mean, you kind of went about things in a conventional Florida approach. I mean. And and it's so, it's almost, for lack of a better term, so predictable, the way Florida tournaments are won. But like, I mean, but but there's always that wild card. Like, who? What? Which one of the Johnstons won on FLW last year? Chris. Chris. I think Chris. it was Chris. Yeah. It was Chris. Yeah. yeah. And um, it, well, no, he was at, yeah he maybe a little bit, but he was throwing <laughs> a jerk bait the majority of the time in like shallow water. 
And that's just, I mean, it's it's done in Florida, but that's not a predominant pattern. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Um, but it seems you had a predictable way of catching fish, which which worked, and that's awesome. But here's what I thought was cool, and a lot of people overlook this. You were using that prop bait as a search tool. You were searching with the prop bait. Tell, tell us a little bit about how you went about that and, and, and what brought the decision to put that prop bait down and realize it was only a search bait. Well, the crazy thing was practice was so tough. It, we were just coming off of four weeks of cold weather. I've been Everybody was looking at the forecast. We saw there was a new moon that was going to be on Wednesday. It was going to be warm all week. So I, I, I told myself, listen, four weeks, they're, they're coming to the hill. They, they have no <laughs> other option. They are about to bust. And uh, in practice, the first day of practice, I fished the main river mostly, and I had three bites all day long from daylight till dark. And the second day, I ran down to the lake, and I fished a little bit in the river and checked some canals, and I had five bites finally. And that's kind of when I found the area in Georgia. And what I was doing is I did three laps around Lake George in the three days of practice. And uh, I just was looking for areas they were going to pull up to. Since there's no offshore eelgrass there anymore, they, you know, they have to go to the bank. And so the uh, cover that was there was buggy whips and, and saw grass and stuff and reeds, but it was so shallow was the problem. It was a half a foot to like a foot and a half at best. Wow. And so what I do is, I found actually the area where I caught majority of my fish. Um, I had one bite there in practice is it. And I was going down the outside of some buggy whips and I threw a prop bait down it. And when it hit the water, he blew up on it. Whoa. And it was about a two and a half pounder. One of the better fish I caught all the practice, a two and a half pounder. Okay. Me into this area <laughs> and uh, marked the waypoint. I said, I'll probably come back to that later. And I left, <laughs> never went back to it all practice. And uh, I found some, some sight fish in one of the springs, of course. And uh, they were just in there loaded. And I said, well, I'm going to start the tournament on those sight fish. And uh, I started the tournament in there, caught my first fish in the Bassmaster Elite Series ever on a bed. And uh, I was like, I caught two more in there. And I said, you know what? I can't I can't die in this clear water. I'm iffy on bed fishing, but I'm not a big fan of clear water sometimes. I said, you know what? I'm If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out swinging. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to go start flipping and uh, do some just cast into them that's my favorite way to catch them is just a little bit of dirtier water and just dragging a worm for florida fish and i went to that area about 11 o'clock and i caught my 13 pounds and uh, i was excited nice I was like, man 13 13 pounds i was like uh, <laughs> okay. this is this is great i caught a limit and uh, i wish i would have known kind of what would have happened out only i made one pass through there and i caught 13 pounds and i left and i started covering new water just kind of stating my ground somewhere else and uh I lost a good one that afternoon flipping some pads, and uh, I, I didn't realize that that first day was going to kind of hurt me. I mean, if I'd have weighed in 18 pounds, this would be – we'd be singing a different tune right about now. <laughs> but yeah. it, all, it all worked out, man. It, it did. It, it was a good week. I mean, fourth place for your first Elite Series Derby ever. No, it's not hey, too we're shabby. just trying to keep that foot on the gas. Is it, wait, did Try I – stomp on them a little bit. You're drinking dew? Are you drinking? Oh, yeah. Diet dew, baby. So, like, what is it with every – young elite series angler with the mountain dew you guys live on the dew yeah man you just i i, I think they got some cocaine in it i don't, I don't know <laughs> what it is but there's something in mountain dew in everybody uh, is i don't it, know is anybody it because, who doesn't like mountain dew does it help is you it, get limits it can help you keep uh, your fish alive did, I'd, have a, I'd have a pallet on that back deck i could promise you if it helped me get limits <laughs> i'd be shipping that stuff into the truckload do you use it to rehab your fish also Oh, I, I do actually. I sprite sometimes, 
Yeah. Um, not as much as I used to. I probably just put a little juice on them now. I don't. Uh, I don't do the carbonated drinks too much. Have, have you ever talked Hopefully. to? Um, have you ever talked to Seth Fighter about his theory on Mountain Dew? I have not. I like to hear it. Though. Well, his he his Mountain Dew drink is a sipping drink, so that's like an all day sipper. It's like scotch to him. Yeah, it's like a scotch. <laughs> so with the, with the dinners, he's going with like the Coca Cola product. You know the okay. the dark soda. That's that's a dinner drink. But the I know, Mountain that's straight sweet tea for me now. That Mountain Dew's all day sipping. You know, cool, cool and easy. <laughs> <laughs> darts and do cool, cool and easy man the uh the, the i mean again congratulations on a fourth place finish i i mean thank you i and, really appreciate it and uh and just uh coming out of the gates like that that's why you're the meteorite i mean you, <laughs> you really are. i think i'm definitely going to change my instagram name to that in parentheses, <laughs> hashtag meteorite, meteorite. <laughs> <laughs> so how you feeling there uh for those big spotted bass coming up tomorrow I would tell you the truth, the hardest part was just getting on my tackle changed over. You know, the first day of practice, I was fishing with 20-pound and 17-pound fluorocarbon and braid, and uh, these spots don't like 20-pound line in this clear water. Um, so once I got everything adjusted, the bite's been a little slow. It's slower than I thought it was going to be. Um, there's a lot of fish to be caught, though. It's uh, it's not going to be as heavy weights as St. John's, I can promise you that. But uh, we're going to go out there, and I- I'm going to be fishing shallow. You know, I'm going to go do what I love if uh, – if the bite's tough, I can promise you, you're gonna see me on the bank. You are, a, you're an FBR, just like us, aren't you? Straight bank beater all day. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. See, he knows. I mean, but dude, let's just face it. Now, I like deep. I mean, I'm scared of deep water fishing, so I can't say I like it. I like catching fish. <laughs> I, I like catching fish any way I can. So you like the theory of it, at least. Right? I love the he theory. He likes to fish deep when he's in someone else's boat yeah. that puts him on. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like the theory <laughs> that 20 feet deep is only as long as my bass boat, but it still scares the shit out of me. You know, I yeah, mean, once I, I heard that theory, that kind of really opened me up to it. But the main thing for me to fish out deep, I have to be. I have to know there's a piece of structure there or something. I have to be touching it. Yeah. When I'm just out there I'm making blind casts and not touching anything or I'm not on the bottom, it, yeah, I've got about three casts, and I'm picking that trolling motor back up, and we're heading to the hill. Yeah, unless I'm catching them, I'm way too ADD, Patrick, to, to do all yeah. that. It's, Might as well be catfishing at that point. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> here's what I'm getting at, man. Power fishing is cool. To me, I mean, that's that's bass fishing. When When I picture bass fishing, it's like, Throwing at stumps, throwing at pads, throwing at laydowns, you know, objects, bass. You're not trying to get me excited, are you? Absolutely, I am. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I could throw at some stumps all day now. It's a bass fishing talk show, dude. That's what we do. <laughs> we build the excitement. No, but I mean, that's that's what it is. And you're a power fisherman at heart. You really are. I could tell that about you. So what I want to know from you is give me five, four, four rod and reel combinations, okay, and four power fishing baits that you will always have tied on and ready to go no matter where you're at in the country. They work everywhere. I'm going to go with a jig, number one. Whether uh, a half-ounce jig, it's going to be a Zorro Busa bug. It's a, I swim the jig. I drag it on the bottom in 50 feet of water. I'll throw it around cypress trees. It's just so versatile. Uh, my favorite thing about a jig is uh, – you can always kind of see how aggressive they are. Like you can start swimming that thing by trees and if they're eating it really aggressive, then okay, they might be in a spinnerbait and then you can kind of switch over. It's just kind of a telltale. It, it gets bites when, when you got limited time in practice, you just want to find areas where they're located. So I just want to throw quick moving baits and I'm going to have a jig and I'm going to have that on a seven foot heavy 
uh, Daiwa skipping rod with a uh, Petula SVTWS 8 to 1 gear ratio. I mean, crank that baby in fast as we possibly can. Gotcha. Okay. Um, a spinner bait. We're going to go with a half ounce Bengo blade. It's hard to beat a spinner bait, especially shallow. The old I mean, straighter. Old straighter, baby. It's a it's a <laughs> bite getter, and uh, I'm gonna have to go with a uh, zoom fluke stick worm, Ooh. and I'm gonna rig that multiple ways. Uh, tell you the truth, even though I love to power fish, one of my favorite techniques it's a wacky worm. I have caught more big fish at home on Santee throwing a wacky worm than probably about anything else. It's just is uh, that right? It just catches fish, and I do not go anywhere in the country without a wacky worm tied on. Uh, it has bailed me out of so many tournaments where it's the last hour. Now I got four fish and you just pull that wacky worm out of the box. Hadn't even thrown it all the practice and then end up catching a four pounder on oh. it. Um, whether I'm nail waiting or just throwing it straight weightless, but, uh, the wacky worm is always tied on. That's three. And, uh, other than that, I'm going to have to go with a, uh, I'm going to go with a crankbait. I'm, I'm going to go with the DT six. All right. It's deadly. Throw that Whether, in. Whether, uh, I'll throw the DT6 like a square bill. I'll throw it up around trees, rock. Uh, it's just a fish catching bait. And just keep your rod up if you got a fish in shallower. Exactly. Put Boom. some bigger line on that bigger thing. Line. And you're yeah. set. And you, you brought something up I, I wanted to I wanted to ask you about. You grew up on, on Santee Cooper or fishing it. Yep. Um, what, what, and my, I've never been there, never fished it. I've driven past well, it. Well, you're missing out. I know I am. And I, I have amazing memories in my brain. And maybe you could pick up on these thoughts since we share that. But is his name Preston Clark? No, no. Um, <laughs> his name rhymes with Ronald Morgan, but it sounds like uh, uh, Smolin Smartin, but Roland Martin. So, gosh, sorry, I'm slurring. <laughs> Roland Martin, in his, he always fished Santee. He grew, I think he grew up in that area also, correct? He did. Well, he grew up in Florida. He was, he, I don't think he was in Florida. He was actually in the Navy. He told us the story one time. And, uh, his parents he actually he was a started fishing yeah. Santee and he, he would wade fish there. He said there's one day, I think it was like April 4th or something. I'll have to go ask him again. But he said there's one day on Santee Cooper that, uh, he would catch like a 10 pounder and he did it for like six years in a row the same day. And he said he had like one magical stuff he'd catch it on. I, he was blowing us away with the stories he had. It. Thank you. And that, that's exactly what I'm talking about, too. In his book, 101 Bass Catching Secrets, he talks about that. And also, he talks about um, jigger polling and doodle socking. You, do you know what that is on Santee? Is that like the 10-foot rod? Dude, yeah. They put baby bottle nipples and treble hooks on, like, pieces of, of 100-pound Dacron. On a ten foot rod, and they just work them around stumps at night. I would like to see. I that was a little before my time, but I when them fish get on the stumps, I promise you they need a turd wrapped in aluminum bowl. So I know a baby nipple will work, dude. So let's do that. <laughs> let's go. Um, well, I'm gonna come out there, and you and I will fish Santee, and we'll throw baby nipples on the jigger pole at them. Dip some nipples. Hey, yeah. I'm just waiting on you. All right, we're, okay, we're in. Mark that, please. Pick the flight up. Come on. <laughs> we'll get it in the in the off season. No doubt about it, man. Hey, um. You, we play games on this show. You know we play games, right? Oh yeah. So I want to. Well, actually, this isn't a game. This is this is real life, uh, serious stuff right here. But um, you uh, you're kind of a uh, kind of a stud at the at the U of SC. I hear. I graduated. I think the teachers were mainly just trying to get rid of me. I don't know <laughs> if, I, uh, I don't know if it was uh, school wise or the fishing. They were just like, okay, we need to go ahead and send them home. Now your um your your school um 
the, the good old game cocks. They oh by the way, don't um don't check gamecocks.com if you're googling information about your guest. Just don't do that. <laughs> Nothing good came up. Tip of the it. week. Tip of the week. University of South Carolina Gamecocks. They have a motto that they live by. Do you know the motto? Possibly. The school motto. Do we have any school motto? Let give me some school motto themage. Ah yes, the University of South Carolina. Proud alumni, Patrick Walters. Well, I'm vaudevilling again. <laughs> Step right up and kiss the bearded fat woman. It's kind of a Cosell. Hey. <laughs> it is kind Look of like at a, him go. It is kind of like a Cosell. Okay, so here's the motto. So the motto, do you want me to do it in Latin? If you can speak it, let's Yes, it. I speak fluent Latin. Amaliet Morris, nec sape esse flores. That's the... Lotto, the God motto bless you. in Latin. Yes. But the real motto is learning humanizes character. Are you familiar with this? Learning humanizes character. And it does not. What the hell did I write? <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. You got get a pharmacist in here? I don't know if okay. I've heard this one. Wait, yeah, this is a new motto, apparently. <laughs> oh, this is it. Let me back up. Let's okay, start, the, like, let's start the show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Straycast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. Tonight, we have a very special guest with us, Bassmaster Elite Series Shooting Meteorite. Give it up for Patrick Walters. Yes. Woo! Welcome to the show, Pat. How's it going? Good, man. It's good to have you here, dude. Man, it's good to be here. So the University of South Carolina has a motto, Okay. And, and that motto is learning humanizes character and does not permit character to be cruel. What does that even mean? I, I, they must have they must have created that one after I graduated. I don't know. That's a new one on me. Yeah, say a, that again. Yeah, it says learning humanizes character. Learning humanizes character. Okay, but it does not permit it. To be cruel. I read that and I didn't uh-huh. know what the hell it meant, so I was hoping you could tell me. But it's deep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, is pretty deep. It's twenty foot deep. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I just think that uh, I mean that's a that's a pretty uh, a pretty admirable trait, right? To humanize character. But Human- don't be cruel. So. But don't be cruel. Yeah. Just like Elvis. It's like an Elvis. Just like Elvis. <laughs> I think Elvis went to U of SC. That's probably true. Is what we're finding out. I but think he's still there, to tell you the truth. He probably is with Jim Morrison. That is, is definitely true. Yep. Um, but speaking of truth, let's find out the real truth about Patrick Walters. This is a kind of a get-to-know-you game, okay? And you just give me a quick answer. Don't lie to me. Whatever you do, don't lie. Gotcha. All right? You guys ready? Let's play get to know me with Patrick Walters. I'm your host, Pat Renwick, and it's time to get to know Pat Walters. It's crazy to say so many Patricks in one intro. <laughs> Here it is. This is going to test your character. If Rick Clun asked you to wash his boat, would you wash his boat? Yes. Tommy Sanders asked you to pressure clean his driveway. Would you pressure clean his driveway? Do you want me to do the back porch as well? 
Yes. Done. Good man. That's what I asked him. I'm like, how much do you want? If Mark Zona asked you to clean his dirty, filthy laundry after a week on the road filming Zona's awesome fishing show, would you clean his laundry? Do you want dryer sheets in there as well? Wow. The snuggle guy threw the snuggle bear in there on Zona. Wow. That's admirable character. Admirable character. Right there. This should tell, too. Who would win in a street fight? Ronnie Moore or Geddes Brannon? Oh, I would, that is, I'll tell you, that's some pay-per-view material right here. Yeah. I would pay for that. It's a well, good matchup. Who's the winner? I mean, I'm talking to the death. Cage match, bro. Blood, guts, blue and gold everywhere. Uh, that's going to be a good fight. I'm going to, if it was a hardcore street fight, I'm going to have to put it on Geddes. On Geddes. Geddes has got, Geddes has got, you never know what he's going to pull out of sleep. Really? He's got he the, might be like a trained black belt. I mean, he went to, I think... Tokyo for like six months. You never know what he can Tokyo do. For so what you're saying months. is there's a little more mystery with Geddes. <laughs> so he might have like some Chinese throwing stars, and he's going just for. It's... Well, I know he eats Chinese food. I don't know if he can do any kung fu. What? <laughs> but but this is Geddes. I'm telling you, he could. He might lay down the law. So I mean, but Ronnie's like a sleeper. Like Ronnie could. just... Ronnie is a sleeper. Ronnie yeah. probably would just like Geddes would come at him, and he just like. Jab to the eyes, yeah, you know, like Waterboy style. Yeah, exactly. Just be just over there throwing the stats. Yeah, or I could see <laughs> throwing <laughs> stats at him, <laughs> throwing yeah. stats like like Stingin's uh, yeah. razors. Yeah, like throwing <laughs> stars. Yeah, and then he would just lift up, um, lift up Geddes's shirt and beat the shit out of him real quick, and then run. <laughs> right. Put a bar of soap in his sock. <laughs> <laughs> it, would be nothing, it would be nothing but stats. Uh, in the sock. He'd be beating him with the stats. Hey, we're giving your buddies way too much <laughs> time. Let's move on. Let's move on. I like it. Hey, uh, it's the old chatter chicken. What's the old chatter chicken? You waiting on me? Yeah, you're the guest. <laughs> oh, what is the chatter chicken? I yes. can tell you. What's it? The, that's the uh, chatter bait. That is uh, the slang name. Chickity China, the Chinese chatter chicken. Man, we call that thing the old chatterbug. The old chatterbug, too, but that's a spinner bug. See, we got a spinner bug, so we needed a chatter chicken. So we got Chickity China, the Chinese chatter chicken. Are you with me now, Ooh, Meteorite? I like it. Oh, yeah. You're I following like me, Meteorite. Got me with it. Love it. It does look like a chicken. Love it. Call me Stepping Razor for the rest of the show, and I will call you Meteor- Meteorite. Yes, sir, Stepping Razor. Thank, you, you. Me- thank you, Meteorite. Hey, speaking of these nicknames. Patrick, do you have another, other than the Meteorite, do you have another nickname? Wait, we're playing a damn because game show right we now. We can't get. What the heck is going on? Proceed. <laughs> we'll follow up. <laughs> Wait, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. Oh, that was the question. Do you have another nickname other than the meteorite? No, not necessarily. You can't really give yourself a nickname, really. I mean, I just probably go by PW sometimes. I mean, that's what I got on the on the boat. P Dubs. P Dub. Anything. I'm I'm easy going. It's hard to get nicknames for Patrick. So and that's now, what I'm getting at. back Anyways, to the back to the show. show. That Walters, the meteorite. Stepping Razor coming at you. It's the most overused term in bass fishing. It's the most overused term in bass fishing. What is it? That's you're supposed to answer. Oh, like, okay. I say something. Okay. okay, sorry. That's not I'm me. I'm going to go with bad uh, host. The most overused term in bass fishing is, yes. uh, it's probably, it's going to be, uh, fishing's terrible. <laughs> or, uh, gosh, what was the second one I was thinking of? I had a good one a second ago. Um, 
goodness. It's probably all the complaints. That or uh, they're just not biting. They're I'm, just not biting. No. They're just not biting. I had a go. I couldn't even. It was on the tip of my tongue. Okay, so I'm just going to be clear now. So I'm going to give you a phrase, and then you just answer that phrase or question. You with me, Patty? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. By the way. No, I, <laughs> this sweet snack makes me, Patrick Walters, feel better all the time. What's Gotta that? Gotta go with the Snickers. The Snickers bar. Satisfying. It's my golden rule of Bassin. What's your golden rule of Bassin? The golden rule is uh, just find your own fish. You know, that's my main thing is I always go out there try to fish as hard as I can and I don't want anybody poaching in on me and I don't want to poach in anybody else basically so it's just treat everybody else like you'd want to be treated you know don't be cutting people off don't be you know waypointing everybody it's just be courteous to everybody be courteous that's the golden rule of Bassin. exactly there it is give an example of the worst way to do a sponsor plug give me an example of the worst way to do a sponsor plug uh, a DUI checkpoint. <laughs> that would not be pretty bad. That would not be good. Uh, on on um, cops li- or uh, live PD. live PD. Yeah, with your raft boat and everything in the whole be. truck. There's the meteorite getting cuffed <laughs> live on PD. <laughs> uh, sorry, officer, this truck's just too fast. I couldn't tell. <laughs> All right, last These question. Wipers, they're too good. <laughs> This pickup line allegedly works every time. What is that pickup line? That, uh, it's the Black Panther. That, uh, <laughs> it works 90% of the time, 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Close. That was close. Yeah. It there. was close. It was no, it wasn't right on, but it's off. <laughs> you know what my favorite pickup line is? What's that? Yeah, usually, I usually say, like, hey, have you ever planted jelly beans to see if they grow? And then she'll say, no, are you nuts? And I'd be like, nah, I haven't either. But, yeah, I'm nuts, and I'm going to try later. You want to come over? <laughs> and uh, and sometimes she it, usually end up coming over. How so, that work it's out? worked for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to kid you. It has worked. It has worked. How many jelly beans are currently planted in your backyard? Way too many. Way too <laughs> many. The odds are not good. The odds, the odds are definitely not as good as they are for you becoming the next meteorite in the Bassmaster Elite Series tournament trail ladies and gentlemen this has been patrick walters right there wow yes dude i had so much fun with you, you man i had a good man, time I'm with really, you dude i'm glad you guys saw that i really enjoyed being on you, hopefully you, i can be on again you you will be i guess i'm doing something right yeah you you come highly recommended you do come highly recommended that you're you're a pet. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's super bad. I'm not gonna kid you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to say to the Bass Fishing Galaxy before we get the hell out of here, man? Man, just thanks everybody for the support and keeping up. Um, just we're just looking to catch them one at a time. So everybody, just I'm glad everybody's following the sport and that uh, there there was enough room for the shift that we had in the industry. And that's the great thing was. Uh, there's enough room for everybody, you know. It's 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 really become a funnel from high school fishing to the college fishing to the semi professional tournaments. There was just there's so many people fishing now, and then at the pro level, it was such a bottleneck that uh, to everybody, kids who have a dream that this is a 
this is a possibility. It can happen to anybody. As, as long as you put your time in and you work hard, things will happen. You know, I used to think back when I was a kid that, hey, it was just a dream. I didn't know I was ever going to get to this level. But uh, in 10th grade, I actually stopped playing baseball um, for the high school team because uh, I was doing too many things half-heartedly. I was trying to play football. I was trying to bass fish and play baseball. And I knew I wanted to bass fish professionally one day. So I gave up baseball because it was in the springtime when the bass were biting. And uh, that's what I devoted my time to. And just if you put your mind to it and you set your heart on it, you'll accomplish it. There it is. Beautiful words. Beautifully spoken by Patrick Walters, rookie on the Bassmaster Elite Series Tour. Hey, man. um, Thanks again. Knock them out tomorrow. Thanks, guys. We're going to try. Thanks, man. There it is. Going swinging. (laughs) (laughs) Pat Walters. Hey, uh, put the power poles down. Don't go anywhere. We got FLW Tour champ Buddy Gross is coming up next. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!